Okay, so now we're reading the five-minute spooky stories book um, from Disney. And we're in the second story in this book, and it is called Tangled Marmalade Moon Night. And let's see if I can tell us who wrote it. Yep, it was written by L.D. Risco, and it's read by Mommy and Cyborg. And Cyborg oh. with his Pac-Man discs. That again, huh? I like it. And Cyborg. So watch out, you guys. It could get kind of spooky. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Marmalade Moon Night. Rapunzel sighed. Mother Gothel was away, leaving Rapunzel alone in the tower. Luckily, her best friend Pascal was there to keep her company. What do you want to do now, Pascal? Rapunzel asked. She'd spent the day brushing her hair, which took most of the afternoon, painting a new mural on the wall, and rereading her three books. Now it was growing dark. She needs more books, doesn't she? She glanced over at the dozing Pascal and laughed. <laughs> now I don't think it's bedtime yet. I'm not very tired. Rapunzel strolled to the window and gasped. Look at the moon! Pascal! Rapunzel exclaimed. It looks like a giant bowl of marmalade. What's marmalade? What's marmalade? Ooh, very good question. It's like a jelly that's made with oranges and orange peels. It's very sweet. A lot of people like to put it on toast. It's yummy. When we go to London, we'll get it for breakfast. What do you say to that? (laughs) Yeah, that'll be good. Just then, a flock of birds flew across the night sky, making a strange face in the glowing moon. Oh, that is scary. Rapunzel shivered with glee. Suddenly she had an idea. I know. Let's make tonight marmalade moon night. We can start our very own spooky holiday. Now we'll just need some creepy traditions. First, Rapunzel wanted to make a lantern that looked like the scary moon face. There was just one problem. There wasn't anything around the tower that was very lantern-like. How about this? Rapunzel asked, holding up a watermelon. Pascal watched as Rapunzel carefully started carving. Ta-da! Rapunzel said when she was finished. Pascal looked at her curved watermelon skeptically. All right, all right, Rapunzel said. It's not exactly spooky, but it's not bad for a first try. Rapunzel put it down on the table and stepped back to admire it. As soon as she let it go, the watermelon rolled off the table, hit the floor, and smashed into pieces. Humph, she said. Remind me next time that moonomelons tend to roll. Now let's play a game, Rapunzel said. She glanced at the rest of the items in the fruit bowl. These look just like that marmalade moon, she said, picking up a few peaches. 
she filled a large tub with water and added the peaches, which floated to the surface. Hey, did you know that peaches float? No. No, you would think because they are heavy that they would sink to the bottom. But I'll tell you a secret, because they're mostly water, they float. It's kind of fun to wonder what floats and what doesn't float. Maybe we could have an experiment later on with some water to see what floats and what doesn't float. Let's keep going. Okay, Pascal, she said. Try to pick one up, but no hands or feet. You can only use your mouth. Pascal seemed to think it over. Then his long tongue flicked out, lassoed a peach, and plucked it out of the water. Rapunzel laughed. No fair, she cried. Then she took a turn and she plunged her head into the water, mouth wide open. She came up, coughing and sputtering without a peach. Rapunzel tried again and again, but each time the peaches bobbed away and out of her reach. Finally, she climbed into the tub, standing knee deep in the water and tried one more time. Once again, she just could not get her teeth on the peach. Finally, overcome with frustration, Rapunzel plopped down in the water. It splashed over the sides and spilled onto the floor. <laughs> now the peaches lay on the floor in a shallow puddle. Rapunzel leaned down, bit into one, and picked it up. Ha <laughs> ha! She cried victoriously, taking the peach out of her mouth. It's much easier this way. Is that how the game is supposed to be played? No. <laughs> no. Well, Pascal munched on his peach. Rapunzel snuck away to put her next spooky idea into action. Perfect, she said, peering into the linen cupboard. What do you think she's going to do next? Me neither. Oh! A few minutes later, Rapunzel crept out of hiding by candlelight. Boo! I am the marmalade ghost, she said, whipping a bedsheet around her. Pascal took one look at the orange figure that suddenly appeared and panicked. His chameleon instincts kicked in and he changed color, camouflaging himself against his background. Boo! Rapunzel repeated, but her friend was nowhere to be seen. Pascal? She called out, realizing she might really have scared him. She added, I'm sorry, this was supposed to be fun, not scary. Where was he? Is he playing hide and go seek with her? <laughs> Rapunzel peeked around curiously, or I'm sorry, Pascal peeked around curiously from his hiding spot. He saw Rapunzel searching under the chair. He breathed a sigh of relief as his skin slowly turned to its normal green. When Rapunzel stood up, there was Pascal right in front of her. Ah! She cried and fell over backward, completely startled. Ah, okay, Rapunzel admitted with a laugh. That was a little more scary than fun. She sat down on the chair next to Pascal. No more tricks, I promise. She glanced outside and saw that another flock of birds had made a whole new shape in front of the moon. 
Looking at it, she had an idea for some marmalade moon dress up fun without the spookiness. Rapunzel gathered the things she needed, black fabric, scissors, and a needle and thread, and got to work. No peeking, she said to Pascal. I'm making something for you too. Pascal seemed perfectly content to have a little quiet time. He nearly dozed off when Rapunzel's voice woke him with a start. Well, how do I look? She looked just like a witch, wearing a witch's hat she'd made herself and holding an old broom. Witches love flying across the marmalade moon, especially with their little black cats, she explained. Here's your costume, she exclaimed, gently tying a pair of cat ears onto Pascal's head. Pascal did not seem amused, but Rapunzel looked the way both costumes had turned out. Perfect, she cried, clapping her hands joyfully in front of the mirror. Pascal cheered up when Rapunzel told him that the next part of their celebration was eating some sweet treats. He even seemed to warm up to his costume. So that night, high in a tower deep in the woods... Yes. Can, yes. can we take a big bowl and put water in it and, and take a peach and a Lego and then <laughs> drop a Lego in and then see if it sinks or floats? I think and, that's a great idea. And if it sinks, that's great. And if it and if it floats, not great. Oh. And if it if the peach peach. And if we drop this peach in, if it doesn't float, that's bad. And if it floats, it's well, good. Well, uh, that's a wonderful experiment. Let's do that experiment. And I would like to, I would like to point out that the book shows us that they do float. So I think they might. But let me finish this last sentence, and then we can do an, a science experiment. Okay. So that night, high in a tower deep in the woods, a friendly witch and her chameleon kitty enjoyed their very first spooky holiday together. And that is the end. The end? Yeah. Shall we do a science experiment? Yeah. Okay. Okay.